0: This is r and Data Analytics Podcast with Matthew Bernath, where we look at the insightful role that data analytics plays for decision makers.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Data Analytics Podcast. My name is Matthew Bernath, and I'm the head of data analytics at Rand Merchant Bank. Joining me today is Vikozy Sampo. Vikozy is the executive head of data solutions at MedScheme. Hi, Vikozy, and thanks for joining us today. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to today's podcast. So, Vikosi, you've been in the healthcare industry for over 10 years. What role does data play in the healthcare industry?
0: I think it's a very, very big one. So if you look at uh, what characterise, characterise uh, the South African healthcare space, is that you are looking at high unaffordability, uh, increasing uh, cost of healthcare that outpaces inflation every year, and how we continually learn to manage that in a way that expand care to a wider network of people is always been the greatest challenge. I mean, we've got only over 8 million people that are on medical aid out of the 56 million population or 59 million population. So you can imagine the burden on the state to provide care to the rest of the population. And the biggest challenge there being obviously the cost and this obviously outpacing wage increases and inflation like I mentioned. So understanding how we can get smarter with how we use the data to understand routing, how we understand conditions, managed care, and that sort of stuff is quite critical in us being able to contain that uh, 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 unsustainable situation of the rising cost that is leading to unaffordability of uh, private health care in South Africa.
1: Uh, And it's really some of those um, statistics and figures you just mentioned are are quite scary if left unchecked. And I can imagine using data solutions, you can really try and help that and potentially provide a solution in the South African context. No,
0: definitely. So I think uh, what what you're seeing is that uh, we generally have your funders, which are your medical aid schemes and, and so forth. And then you've got the provider on the one side and you've got the member. And I think there's an information asymmetry around... Uh, uh, how people understand their healthcare, how to access uh, healthcare, how to uh, route smarter to uh, low-cost uh, options, and uh, 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 in terms of uh, uh, access to the healthcare itself. So what you are ending up with, without uh, empowering especially the consumer and putting them at the center of that entire uh, triangle and having them on data and better understand their healthcare and how their health and wellness is evolving over time. You end up with a situation where we have been for the longest time, which is a uh, provider-induced demand kind of a scenario and the specialists are charging exorbitant uh, uh, amount for procedures and I mean their rooms are full so they've got no incentive to uh, really uh, charge affordable rates and that situation is just spiraling out of control all the time so the more we elevate data and empower the consumers and also ensure that that information asymmetry uh, uh, misalignment is addressed, we are going continue having this situation for the foreseeable future so that's where data can come in and play such a critical role in helping us manage uh,
1: that uh, conundrum that, that's really fascinating and i imagine a large part of enabling the consumer and putting data in their hands is digitization what, what role does digitization play in the healthcare industry i mean it's really been one of the industries that's been disrupted by digitization what role does it play especially in a south african context
0: so I think there are multiple roles. So firstly, I think we have already touched uh, briefly on the how data can uh, change how care is uh, uh, delivered uh, at a point of need. Uh, the other part of it in terms of what we have seen and primarily thanks to COVID, I know it sounds quite weird, <laughs> is that we have seen a bit of acceleration, I think, in almost every industry around how uh, people uh, digitize. And one of the things that we quite, uh, came out uh, quite strongly uh, as a result of COVID in the South African context was the, uh, the virtual consults. So what you are seeing there is that uh, firstly, it, achie- it helps you achieve few things. So it, it, it helps you achieve care Anywhere, so you can access any doctor anywhere, anytime. Whereas uh, prior to that, you could only go to the doctor closest to you. You know, uh, proximity was a big thing. And I think even from a regulatory point of view, what you were seeing is that prior to COVID, uh, you could not provide anything beyond just advice in terms of care via a a virtual platform. But obviously, we all had to uh, understand that now we need to move into this uh, new world. And pivoting uh, towards that from a technology point of view has been quite a critical advancement. And what you see with that is that uh, the cost of virtual uh, a consult is a lot cheaper than a face-to-face consult so that from an affordability point of view take us uh, one step uh, towards what we we like to achieve in terms of uh, uh, containing the cost of healthcare. so I think there are big benefits in terms of digitization from our is access through digital and virtual platforms and also in terms of how we also start gathering uh, data, especially from an electronic health records point of view, because that could be extremely empowering uh, to the provider of care or the doctor themselves in terms of having a good understanding of uh, the history of the patient and understanding how to best uh, dispense care that is relevant to that patient if you've got that history. And that's where even advanced analytics, AI, and machine learning can become quite useful to doctors in terms of helping them understand uh, uh, diagnosis a lot better. So we do need to move to that. But obviously, uh, one of the challenges around that is that Insurers generally uh, are the owners of uh, patient data. So you live today from med scheme or to discovery to the momentum and so forth. What you generally find is that you lose that history of information. So the consumers or the members are not necessarily the owners of the custod- or the custodians of their own data and they don't always get to decide what to do with it or who to give access to so that they can, uh, uh, in return, receive better care from someone who's got a richer history of their uh, their health and wellness. So that is one of the things we do need to look at solving, putting the customer at the center and making them the owner and steward of their own data, you know, and uh,
1: uh, kind of taking that uh, a bit away from the insurers themselves. And that's really fascinating when it comes to data analytics, as we both know, the more history you have, the more relevant history, the better. So, of course, if we are moving to a world where a doctor is augmented with these tools, machine learning, AI, whatever it might be, the more history you have on a patient's health, the, the better to make those informed decisions. Because my final question to you is then what does the future of healthcare look like? Does it look like I, I consult only virtually until you know the doctor is maybe not able to diagnose my problem and then I go and see a specialist? What that, might that look like? And also in a South African context where not everybody might have the, the means to be able to access those virtual consultations. So I think it's a
0: hybrid model, like you say. so I, uh, Obviously, the virtual consults will play quite a big role in making sure that... Uh, uh, the cost itself is managed uh, through a lower virtual consult, uh, consultation fees uh, but uh, you rightly pointed out I think at a wider uh, country level uh, digitization that is dependent on certain uh, infrastructure related uh, elements and people being able to afford uh, the data that they may need in order to be able to facilitate those kind of consults. So I think there's a role as well from a, a state uh, point of view to to play in terms of uh, enabling uh, greater access at an affordable rate and I think it also um, is uh, uh, something that could be beneficial from a universal healthcare provision point of view. Obviously uh, we are all for NHI in principle but uh, the, the biggest question has always been the feasibility, the affordability given all the other uh, pressures that we, we, we see from a macroeconomic point of view in terms of our country And obviously, we've just suffered uh, quite uh, several number of downgrades in the recent times. So uh, provision of NHI will continue to come under a lot of pressure in terms of feasibility uh, perspective. And uh, for the state to also understand their role in terms of how they can enable uh, healthcare digitization in a way that will deliver healthcare at a lower cost is quite uh, an imperative and uh, driving that affordability of things like data and, uh, 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 and access is, is obviously uh, paramount.
1: And it's, it's, it's great to hear how data is, is really potentially enabling the healthcare industry to not only provide better care, but also potentially to provide cheaper care as well. Yes. you thank you very much for joining us today on the podcast. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to R&B's Data
1: Analytics with Matthew Bernath podcast. Subscribe now for more episodes.